So the summer of 2006, the Cardiff Devils are at a bit of a strange junction in their history. The Wales National Ice Rink that's been home since 1986 no longer exists. And there is a promise of a new ice rink to be built in Cardiff Bay, which at the moment doesn't stand in any capacity in the summer. But there is a team to be built. And Max, when was the first time you got a call from the Cardiff Devils? Um, well, basically, this is the part where you give up on your NHL dream <laughs> and you finally make the, you, you, well, yeah. you make the decision to go on to the, your next stage of your career. And I'm saying it for a laugh to give up on the show, but it's not really give mm. up on your shit. It's basically, you know, I need, at that point, I need to change the scenery because yeah. now I've been playing the AHL for four years and two more years in the East Coast mm-hmm. Hockey League. Ended up really hurting my knee and missing rest of the season in my last season. And you think to yourself, right, well, this could be the end altogether. Mm-hmm. Do I give it another go in the, you know, another year in the East Coast Hockey League, which just didn't appeal yeah. to me. So now at that point, I'm thinking, right, well, if I still good, I can still come out, go for a year to Europe, um, get a little bit of different hockey in, mm-hmm. maybe change my game a bit and see what happens. Um, and that's where I start talking to um, the teams here in, uh, in Europe. And obviously I had an agent at the time. Yeah. The first team I ironically I talked to was Manchester. Okay. Um, we were in the exact same position as the Devils in terms of rink. Yes, they didn't have a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I think so. I forgot who was the... Tony Hans? Paul? Oh, Paul, yeah. Yeah. Neil Morris? I thought it was Oh, Neil, Neil Morris, not Paul. No. Neil Morris. And... No, he wasn't there yet. No. Yeah. It wasn't Tony Han, was it, at the time? But I don't remember now. So don't quote me on that. But anyway, the Manchester thing. I was lined up to go to Manchester. Yeah. Uh, but that fell through last minute. So I was a bit discouraged. Just to interrupt you, Max, just throw it in for guys. And do you know who was coach of Manchester the, the year before that? <laughs> the, well, the first ever Manchester Phoenix coach. The first ever Manchester Phoenix coach. Was you know it? Was it that guy who's uh, the Trump supporter guy? We haven't yeah. mentioned him on the podcast. No, no. Who was it, John? I'll just leave it to, to listeners to work out who it was. Well, for Max's benefit, it was Rick Brabant, the, the <laughs> present company aside, the greatest player to ever play in this country. So <laughs> um, yeah, so that sort of fell through. And the, the second team that we were talking about happened to be Cardiff. And yeah. uh, really, at the time, I, j- I just wanted to go somewhere different. Um, did a bit of research on you know what the British hockey is mm-hmm. unfortunately I didn't do research if we actually had the ring because that's not something <laughs> no. that you would be researching right. the it's, team a, approach it's a fair assumption yeah. isn't it that a team yeah. I would say you set up in Israel on the second day you find a ring <laughs> I'd say that the basic requirement <laughs> yeah. would have you know an ice hockey yeah. ring if anything I was thinking do they have sticks which yeah. we also didn't have sticks <laughs> didn't realize that that as well but uh so, so, it's so you, you didn't have any direct contact with the club then this was all done through your agent pretty much i did speak to um Patterson. Patterson. yeah i did speak to him a couple of times i think only, my only conversation was i'm going to a different country i've never been before and i said should i bring something with me he said, what do you mean? <laughs> so this is like the third, third world country yeah. guy, isn't it? <laughs> what don't you have there that we have here? <laughs> and he said, and he, I said, we said he didn't understand. So I said, well, for example, like, is, it, is the stuff really expensive there that maybe I can save some money, bring it in from home and save yeah. some few bucks? He said, yeah, toothpaste. <laughs> <laughs> so like, right away I, like, I know he's screwed <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so now after I yeah. met him I, yeah. I realized he was screwed with me at the time I didn't know who he was what, you know what he was like but um, yeah so the initial uh, reaction was absolutely uh, crazy really um, landed in Heathrow did the old two hour drive yeah. almost fell asleep uh, from the red eye sort of flight then they drove me i forgot who picked me up now it might have been feathers really okay. along with another it was like a young Tifa, girl maybe. young girl yeah, who was yeah. working uh, sorry Tifa. I didn't mean yeah. to call you <laughs> young girl. anyways yeah. i forgot the names and i was really everybody was nice really yeah. nice um but he, they, they they drove me in through the docks way 
Okay. So it yeah. was absolutely beautiful. You've seen the sights, yeah. It was yeah. great. It <laughs> felt like you're yeah. back in Kazakhstan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was like because the offices were at the docks. So I was the offices were at the docks. I was yeah, a bit yeah. delirious, yes, because first impression through the docks into the yeah. cabin. Yeah. Um, That's right. This is our office. Cabin, yeah. yeah. I said, "Oh my Jeez. God, they smuggled me in. I'm going to be working in, in, in the factory. <laughs> this has nothing to do with hockey." I'm like, "Oh my God, how did I fall for this?" Yeah. And I've got all this toothpaste. I've got all this toothpaste. <laughs> I'm like, "This toothpaste is going to come handy because this place is dirty." <laughs> um, yeah. So and then from there, I. I thought the next protocol is probably going to be the rink to drop off my gear. Yeah. However, they said, just leave your gear here. And <laughs> yeah. I said, oh, oh. So this is that hard. cabin had pretty much everything from the old rink. Really? In it. Okay. Um, and this is down by the, the heli. The heli. Yeah. Isn't it? Down the bay. Because it was. So they've got the new flyover now that wasn't there yep. at the time. Yeah. Um, and just as you come off that, before you go past the whole sort yep. of. Yeah pulping metal scrapworks area yeah, was so it, it was just steelworks prostitutes and the devil's office that's pretty yeah. much it yeah mm-hmm. anyways the important question did you go, was this the summer of the hungry tour this was this was yeah. did you so, go to hungary no i did not go to hungary no. because oh. i had a bit of a difficulties with my visa in the beginning because i think it was quite quickly we had to move and i think visa didn't come through right away so i ended yeah. up missing the hungry tour. In a, fact, a I Kazakh, think I've made the first... A Kazakh Israeli has been living in Canada and the it's US. He's going to flag up a bit. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of red flags. Shearing yeah. yeah. the front of my damn Yeah, yeah <laughs> there was a lot of extra checks have been carried out. Um, but I'm, yeah, I've, I've cleared the border eventually. I think I've missed first two or four games, actually, of the actual regular season. And uh, Steve-O in Hungary as well. Steve-O in Hungary. I know, that's what I've heard. I've heard, yeah, I've heard about the Hungary. The thing I remember most about Max signing is that couple of fact he was brought through the docks and steelworks and cabin office morrison's opened and the devils had to do a photo shoot so max was there outside morrison's doing a photo shoot and i said like, this poor guy he probably just doesn't you know what the hell is this going on and see he already remembers more than me because i, I do not remember <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you're on the back of the echo with sort of like a I don't know. Well, a case know. of toothpaste. Yeah, case of toothpaste. I was in the sh- that very own shop with the toothpaste. Yeah. Was yeah, I said, yeah, oh yeah. my god, they got me. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't the problem. The toothpaste. The problem was there's no hockey rink. So we drove through the you know over the bridge yeah. over the I don't know what the bridge called over the water. Yeah. Approaching the bay then. Yeah. Uh, Patterson said. That's what the he did, he did the old move with the hand and he said, <laughs> extending it towards the hockey room, he said, this is it. <laughs> so I looked <laughs> and it was four pillars. Did it fall down the week before? He said, yeah. This is the hockey rink. It's almost finished, but don't worry. It's almost finished. <laughs> he said, don't worry. It will be finished in two to three weeks. Yeah. We're all good. I said, oh. Was oh. it even blue at this point? Was it just no, wood? It was literally just wood, the wood, the, four the, or five yeah, wood pillars that fell down, which <laughs> fell down um, <laughs> two to three weeks. That he said, um, yeah, yeah. So we had to, yeah. So it was in- interesting. It was a bit of a shocker, but uh, you know, Bristol was all right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah, it's beautiful. But you, you had a, you know, regardless of the, of the, you know, adversity you faced. That was a, a hell of a team, like you, yourself. Dion Darling, Neil Francis, um, you know, Mark, Mark Smith. Smith. No, we, we've um, got to talk about your line with you know, Mark yeah, Smith, that, example. That, the line that, that really ignited the devil season that year was yourself, Mark Smith, and Paul Sample. Yeah, I wasn't on it right away because obviously new kid coming in. I still mm. didn't know what's going to happen, to be honest, because like I said, it was coming up with a major knee uh, reconstruction and injury. I um, didn't know what's going to happen. That was my first time on the ice. So it took a while to warm up, to be honest. I was already behind the ball. I didn't have the training camp. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit difficult. But all in all, it was okay. I, after the first few practices, I realized, right, actually, I can skate. I'll be all right. Uh, and it took, it took us a couple of losses when I think Ed mm-hmm. changed some lines early in the season. And it just kind of went, you know, click with, with Mark. Kind of was on the yeah. same page with him right away. And then it's the sort of perfect mix. And when you talk about lines, it's mm-hmm. all about kind of perfect mix. It doesn't have to be three yeah. A-list players or doing the same thing. In fact, you want players who do different things. Yeah. And Sample was completely perfect at playing his role. Yeah. You know, he was physical, didn't mind being in front of the net, didn't mind doing all mm-hmm. the dirty work. And me and Mark did opposite. We, we kind of felt what yeah. 
the next guy's gonna do um so it's easy you know it, do you understand of, sam's i do understand i understood <laughs> i understood that he was in the exact same place that he was about 20 minutes ago and exactly where he was <laughs> he was in front of net or in the corner <laughs> so the only really is two decisions if he's yeah. in the corner i will be in front of net waiting for the puck or if he's in front of net i will be in the corner try to get him the puck yeah and credit to sam's he can actually put the puck in the net yeah he actually had good nose for a goal which was great so all three of us complimented each other i think and he never talks himself up, but of course he wasn't coach yet. He was still on the team. What was it like playing with Neil Francis? Well, Neil, he says he wasn't the coach, but he was coaching from the day one <laughs> that, that I was there. You just didn't know about it. Okay. <laughs> it was all going it was on. Okay. It was all going on in the room behind the scenes. So Brandy knew exactly what he was going to be and how he's going to do things. So I like to pretty, be vocal on the bench because I wanted yeah. to add something because yeah. normally I was absolutely I wasn't playing that many minutes. And so everybody was doing double duties. You know, he was player coach. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, we were just enjoying ourselves. And, yeah. But it was, it was, I think, to our advantage because it was so much, well, sorry to say, like a shit show, yeah. um, that you weren't under pressure uh-huh. to win so much because you... You had sort of, you know, we had we, a lot of teams struggle with equipment, but we had trouble with sticks. I think I went through eight different kinds of sticks. Really? So somebody gets, here's your 12 sticks for the yeah. season. I had an assorted pack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I had like the leftovers from other packs yeah. that the guys had. As long as they were left. Yeah, you had them. And uh, like G, Ed was a good salesman G, like that. I was like, Ed, I, I think I think you'll be. I Ed, think you'll love these ones. Yeah, Ed would sell what you. What else have I got? No, no, no. And you'll love these ones. <laughs> you love these. Are these, are these coming? <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> and they were coming all year. And unfortunately, yeah, so. uh, but again, but, you. But, you yeah. So I was going to say, at that stage, so we didn't have any home games. We were all on the road. We had the training in Bristol. We had a lot of time off, didn't we? And that led to a lot of free Sunday. We had Super Sundays. All the time. I don't know if you remember the darts and the Albion we used to go to. Yeah, we had, we had and in terms of togetherness and team bonding, it was. But that's what I'm saying. It's almost like you think it was a you know bad time, yeah. but you either crumble mm-hmm. and be miserable, or you make you know best at a situation. Yeah. Which luckily we were on the same page and we did. We had a great time. In fact, it served as a team bonding. Yeah. Because the second part of the year, when we did have the home rink, it was just on fire because yeah. a lot we had the home ice advantage in that little rink and it just kind of went from there we already did have the kind of yeah. street so it's great am i right in thinking if we'd have beaten hull a couple of times that year we won the league yeah we were only about six points yeah. off i think i don't we, remember we, us being like top of the league or anything like that but i remember we, we, we finished third i think yeah. six points behind i know yeah. we won the first silverware we won the, for a long yeah. time the bk cup which yeah, i'm very yeah. proud of yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually not super proud of the actual cup because it kind of sounds yeah. like a Mickey Mouse cup. Yeah. But what was impressive that we won the cup all on the road. We never played yeah, one home. Played, you won in Coventry, didn't you? So it yeah. was amazing that. Yeah. And at the time, Coventry was a fortress. It was. So for us to go there and play the final, beat them 3 0, yeah. I think I remember. Yep. It was amazing. Yeah. That was one of the highlights, actually, of my season that year. What was it like when it changed from Patterson to G? Well, it was different. It yeah. was different. Uh, the change happened when we actually got on the home ice. So it was really, yeah. it was really <laughs> handy. Did that happen that year? Yeah, that yeah, yeah, that year. yeah. Yeah, it was really, it was timing was for G was really good because we just got into this new rink. Yeah. You know, um, I remember playing under Patterson there a few games yeah. and then majority was, which was G. And he, ma- he, he mastered that rink. Yeah. He set up, you know, the, the strategy exactly matching our league and exactly to our assets. You know, we had Brad Voth, we had, you know, I, I like to play physical yeah. style. We had all sorts of, we had, no, Hilly wasn't there, but if somebody else. Um, Lucas Kamarath, didn't we? Lucas, Lucas. You know, Dion yeah. Darling. Yeah. We had quite a physical team for that rink as well. Yeah. You know, it, we, we didn't really lose much there. Um, no. So it was fun. Yeah, so G sat up, he used that to his advantage uh, for many years. Yeah. Um, and kind of went from there. But opening night, when or, or initial opening night against Newcastle, when you're all there and you go into this fantastic new arena, and then there's a hole in the ice and you can't play. Well, I but, think the ice didn't freeze, did it? It was wet. It was still the ice froze. Unfortunately, it was so thin. Yeah. The the two coaches, uh, Patterson and Rob Wilson, Wilson right, yeah. decided to go on the ice in their skates and jeans and their tracksuits or whatever. Yeah. 
uh, to test it out. Yeah. And under the quite big guys, both of them, <laughs> and the ice crumbled under uh. their feet and they start grinding on the cement or sand oh. underneath. So they had no choice but to call the game yeah. off. And we kind of knew, sure, we, we didn't even need to go on the ice. No, the towel. it's the towel. quite thin and it's not going to happen, is it? Um, so, yeah, I mean, unfortunate. But You're a long way from the NHL at this point. I'm a long way. I mean, I, I didn't have a ring five minutes ago. So <laughs> canceling the game was like, oh, great, let's go to O'Neill's. <laughs> I was like, perfect. <laughs> I think you're four days later, the official opening night was midweek Manchester against the Manchester Phoenix. Oh, Phoenix. Yeah. Oh, Manchester Phoenix, Phoenix, yeah. Tony yeah. Hans scoring the first Tony goal. Tony Hans scores the first ever goal of the Big Blue Ten, but the night belonged to you. Yeah. Right? So, right in thinking your first professional hat trick? Yeah, actually, yeah. I remember that now. Um, again, same as my, same as my professional career. My first, I had a hat trick, and mm. I think that's what happens when you have adrenaline, <laughs> <laughs> when you uh, don't have a rink, and then somebody gives you a rink, <laughs> and somebody yelling, "No rush in the park!" No, no rush in the park! <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, I can do whatever I want." <laughs> <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? Yeah, basically. So. But that's what that night is, is remembered for. It I think. was. It's Tony Hand and Max Beerbrow. Right? The old uh, well, Beerbrow hat trick. No, it was the night. It was a thing. Yeah. It was other than it. was like a playoff. The other one was a Schwer's Beerbrow thing, wasn't it? The playoff? Oh, uh, the, the, the playoffs a couple of years that later. We lost on penalties. Yeah, that, that we were getting to that. Yeah. When you scored two goals. Yeah, uh, that's, yeah. That's on the list, guys, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we talk about it now if we bring it up. I don't mind. I didn't jump in there. Yeah, it's okay. We're still at an situation. <laughs> Just to finish off that season, it was it was that the you know the Mark Smith Paul Sample U season got to the playoff final against Nottingham. Yeah. And uh, what was it? There was um, we went one 0 down to Plitsky scored in the the third period, and that was the penalty shots. And for a team that didn't have a rink for half the year to come a you know hair's width of of winning the playoff trophy. And that's the thing. I mean, that's why we. I think we succeeded in all these big games because we were one of those the beasts that you know we didn't care because if, there was no expectation. Yeah. Considering the facts, yes, of course, there's an expectation to perform when you sign a professional contract. But um, if we didn't win, it wasn't like a mutual deal, and it gives you a bit of a freedom mm -hmm. to just go and express yourself. If you're offensive, be offensive. You know, just enjoy the game. Uh, and when you go from bad situation to good, it's like oh my god, it's almost quadruple yeah. good if you know what I mean I, don't know. I think I don't think formulating my sentences no, but correctly yeah. but you know what I mean um, and I think that was the, the advantage that we had um, and you look back at the teams that we had as well by some chance we had some great players oh, on this really team. we've talked players. about Deplitsky yeah. who mm. still I think would be one of the best D-men in the league no matter how yeah. much the league has uh, improved he could skate Max could play in any yep. era Mark yep. Smith in that first year yep was like unbelievable and then you know you had guys like you know Ian Azar who yeah. put the puck in the net you know Rempel Voth Voth uh, yeah. everyone was scared of Voth and Dion Darling on the back yeah. end Ozair in goal Phil Ozair in goal Phil Ozair was like the best goalie in the league so, yeah. somehow, so when you look at the name somehow yeah. it just goals come so, together somehow with a, for a team that was coming out of a sort of weird place where yeah. it's, you know rings being knocked down and there's not actually a replacement ring somehow we end up, you know, if just by perfect timing that yeah. these players are looking to make the jump to Europe. They I ha mean, they how to fall many into players us. did you guys fool? <laughs> <laughs> no one knew there was no hockey. No, 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 that is unbelievable. Yeah. Nobody asked. Yeah. Nobody asked. Yeah. Nobody yeah. asked. Nobody when you take it for granted, it's easy just yeah. not mention it until they get it. That's yeah. amazing. Why did Russ Cowley sign? He knew. He, he, knew. <laughs> <laughs> he must have been really desperate. <laughs> <laughs> One one thing I want to touch on, so we probably won't go through season to season in chronology, but why do you think it didn't work out with Mark Smith the second time as well as it did the first time? Because it seemed that out of the two, it, it was Mark that, that maybe dropped a little bit when he returned. How did, how did you read that situation? Well, number one is when you normally, when you have an expectation, when you have an amazing season like that, Sometimes, in fact, a lot of the times, it only happens once or twice in your career. And uh, once you set that bar so high, it's very hard to surpass that. Don't get me wrong, he wasn't bad or anything. No, no. He wasn't just as 
dramatically yeah. you know, above head and shoulders than everyone else. But I, I felt that it was his drive. The first year, his drive... I was leading seven, into it. I yeah. mean, that was the one thing, but it was a perfect storm when mm. your focus shifts to something else as well when you're yeah. trying to do... And fair enough to him, and a lot of players do that. They, they still play hockey. Yeah. They focus shifts on potential future career. I heard his drive was good. It was more his putting game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was, uh, it was uh, touch and go, but <laughs> it's sometimes one, it, and you're not doing it on purpose, right? Like yeah. you, you try to have your hockey career, but then at his age, he was a bit older than yeah. me, I think, uh, for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, he acted like he was forty. To me. It, was like, <laughs> it was like my dad. I knew. It. I like, oh my god! Oh, don't get me started. I'm living with him, but. Um, <laughs> He's a, he's a good guy, he's a good guy, but he his focus was, you know, I'm going to now also concentrate on my future career yeah. as a golfer, and uh, yeah. part, in fact, part of his contract was I need, you know, a setup, I need some time to play golf. Really? You know, accommodate <laughs> certain things, you know. Because yeah. he'd, gone, he'd gone from our league, he went to Italy, didn't he? And then, yeah. we, and then we got him back. Yeah, yeah we got him. Paul Lady signed him, I think, didn't he? Um, may well have done, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but you're right, at this stage, he's... Come back, but he. I, I always. He was up front. He was up front with us and said, yeah. "Listen, guys, I'm trying to become a professional golfer. Yeah. Some guys go to school, yeah. So they're like, right, I might not be able to practice mm-hmm. on yeah. Tuesday morning because they're due to school. I think he had some sort of arrangement yeah. in terms of golf because yeah. like, he was taking classes. Okay. So it's nothing wrong with that. No, but I, I think unfortunately, he, sometimes you can. Some people yeah. can do both. Yeah, but some he lost focus can. a bit. Yeah. yeah, and I think it was because he was so driven, like, and so much of a hockey obsessed guy the first time round, then it was always going to be well it doesn't matter what he's got going on on the yeah. side he's so driven for his hockey that mm. you're yeah. still going to get that but it wasn't I, I remember from that year no matter where he was whether he's at a house party at my house or whether he's in Oceana or whether he's in Morrison's he was always practicing his golf swing he'd, <laughs> he'd literally be stood there doing an imaginary golf swing but that's the that's the positive trait that he had yeah if he was going to do something and concentrate on something, he, he put, yeah. similar to Danton slash Jefferson, he was going to just have the tunnel vision yeah. and I'm going to get what I want. And unfortunately, the more focus was on getting the yeah. golf game the together, golf together and hockey was more like a yeah. supplemental sort of thing. Yeah. You know, so yeah. where are you, where you stand with that? And to be honest, he tried in both, but is, a, is an example of spreading itself thin. Yeah. He was really tired. I remember living with him. He was tired because he would, you know, golf for hours, and then he had to practice, and then, so he would just really be bloody exhausted. You know, like I was like, Jesus Christ, I was getting a lot of sleep then. I was, I was, <laughs> I was back in those years when I was single, I had no kids, yeah. I had the double amount of sleep. No wonder I had so much energy. <laughs> I mean, I'm operating on half the amount yeah. of sleep right now. So, I and, two and two jobs, and two jobs, and two jobs. So I did the flip flop. <laughs> <laughs> did yeah. Mark Smith ever make it a golf? Oh. He became quite close. I don't think he became quite professional. He was earning like a lot of money or anything, but he, I don't know that didn't work. He then became because he was also obsessed yeah. with uh, like a bodybuilding sort of like the fitness. Yeah. Oh jeez! Mm-hmm. So okay. he did that as well. Yeah. So you can imagine trying to play hockey. Yeah. Then go and do not during the season to yeah. do proper like uh, fitness workout and play golf I mean he was exhausted um, so it's not like he didn't want to succeed no. he was just spreading himself thin mm. I, I had the same problem a couple of months ago I was doing you know we're not talking body. about Marmite though <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about his three games that he played that's the best shot that we've had in the episode um, one of the most special seasons uh, that the Devils had in the tent and during your time playing, Max, was the record-breaking year where uh, you uh, played with uh, Matt Sear and John Pell and uh, John Pelle, I should say. Um, how did how was that for you? You're, you were part of you know the sample Mark Smith line that we just talked about, but that Matska Pelle line that you were a part of as well was probably even a step above that and probably one of my most favorite mm-hmm. lines in devil's history you know across the whole sort of yep. 30 odd years so that seemed a special group that must have been a special year for you as well i mean 
figure it out, right? You, you put me on a line again with two guys and uh, <laughs> make the magic happen with that. Yeah, it's a joke. Um, but <laughs> on a serious note, I mean, that season very similar to my first season. We yeah. happened to have a blend of guys that year yeah. that came through school deals. Yeah. You know, we were able to bring back some key guys that we identified from the year yeah. before. It was, again, it was a quite a perfect storm again. Um, and having new owners, and we had, am I right in saying, I wouldn't know this because I never was interested in behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. We had more money that year to spend or not? It, well, it was Paul Reagan's first, first year, year of ownership and he was going in a bit big wheel in it. So yeah. I yeah. think the big thing we was We were spending like, more money on accommodation. Accommodation, yeah. yeah we, everyone lived in Pont Cana and you lived in that block, didn't yeah. you, where you were all back to back and you had houses rather than apartments. Nice. And it was, you know, he was talking the talk about how he was going to raise UK hockey to the next level. Yeah. And this is how, you know, which is ironic considering how it turned out. Yeah, later it, it the line. But sure, yeah. we had a bigger budget though that year. But Compared it, to our, my first year when I came. It, it, or not. Or he's just... It, you're a bigger package to offer rather than... Yeah, it was more attractive it, to come to our team that, at that point of time. It, it was, it? yeah. I mean, it was a bit more... We had a rink. We had a rink. <laughs> we had a rink. It, it, it didn't Tick. have permanent walls no. or a roof, but... It was a rink, but the budget wasn't massive. But again, we lucked out massively on getting guys like Stu McRae, Tyler Michelle, yeah. who were on you know bottom end money and were top end players. Yeah, you know then the big change with Sawyer having to go home and then well, just of. happening to pick up Craig Weller, which yeah. you know was unbelievable. But I mean, going back to to that line, Max to talked earlier about the chemistry and about you know and I, I think that line was probably the most perfect balanced line that I've seen and you had the pure goal scoring pals mm -hmm. who just had that instinct of you know he would jump somewhere and the puck would end up on his stick and it was in you had yourself who played you know you could play physical you could score goals but you could make plays you could you know make the big hits and all that and then you had Matt's go great two-way center who would you know work so hard and win bring... all the draws that you yeah. can start with the possession exactly you know so we had all, all the, the major yeah. elements yeah. yeah but different elements yeah. everybody was different together. and contributed something different and like you said there's no point putting three of the best goal scorers in the league no. on the line because it'll be a terrible line but when you had that kind of combination of all those things that i talked about it it was deadly and it was like i, I think Different to your first year, that's the line that we started out with, wasn't it? As, as, and that line stayed right the way through to the end, which is rare. I think, yeah. I think that was my first year ever <laughs> yeah. in my career, and I'm almost 40, 20 year pro, that where I played the same line all year. All year. No, yeah. And you didn't have to worry. And then <laughs> we never, well, luckily didn't have any injuries yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, only just the minor stuff, but you play with the minor stuff, so it doesn't really matter. It's heartbreaking. We, 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 we covered it in another podcast. What, what, what was the defining point of why we didn't win the league that year? We should have won the league. I st People can call me sour grapes or whatever you want, but mm. I don't understand how the tiebreaker came in. I still, I was angry because I thought we would have fight for the decision, but in fact, I don't think we fought for the decision very much. No, it, was, it wasn't even, when we talked about it before, it wasn't on the first tiebreaker, because that was tied. Yeah. Mm. It wasn't on the second goals difference. It wasn't on goals scored. That was tied, and it was... It ended up on regular season wins, didn't it? Well, what I'm saying is, I don't think the first few tiebreakers yeah. was even the tie. We were winning on the on the tiebreakers. In fact, head to head, we were better than them. Head so head how, we better. So how do you yeah. take yeah. away wins yeah. ahead of the tiebreaker? Yeah. That is beyond me. For yeah. example, mm -hmm. so I don't I don't want to go over and over it again no, no, no. because I've been on the other side yeah. of the coin somewhere yeah. else in my career yeah. when we won we benefit, where, yeah. where we might yeah. not have should have won. Yeah. It was a controversial overtime win yeah. one time in the Central Hockey League that okay. we won the championship. That's my other ring that I have that we didn't talk about. Yeah. But that was very controversial. Until this day, the players from opposing teams are still yeah. bitching to me about <laughs> that they should have won, which potentially means... So maybe yeah. it was just karma for you, man. Maybe it's just... Yeah. <laughs> what you're saying is it's your I fault. can't believe yeah. I just identified that yeah. I brought the, the, the karma in a negative yeah. way. But I, if Max still has some evidence that we won... The league that year, I think we should still take it. I I'll think put, I th I'll we put, could get easily back and defer it. That seven-one performance in Sheffield is still one of my favourite games as a as a Devils fan. When you guys went up there and destroyed yeah, them, John, I think you have a way better memory. Well, I, only I, because I it because was the, the me, bus broke down. So, to me, yeah. I was, we were talking about you know 
over yeah. a thousand games. I can't can you remember yeah. all the games. But as a fan, I guess it's yeah, it's easier. Yeah, but, but that's one of the ones. I kind of remember. Yeah, we won big. Yeah, you know, that was and it was early. It was like because the first period was probably the best period of hockey. I've ever seen, yeah. and all the traveller supporters, including John, including my dad, that yeah. went up there, missed the first period. <laughs> no, I didn't, because I got the taxi, didn't oh, I? So taxi, I was there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, now I'm starting to but, remember. Yeah. But like, I think we were maybe 4-0 four, four up at the end of the first, first period. Because yeah. people said they couldn't remember when they walked into the ring. Yeah. I was like, yeah. what? Yeah. Yeah. So the rest of the game was 3-1, which is great. Yeah. You know, we'll take that in Sheffield any day, but that 4-0 first period was yeah. just so dominant. Um, you know, j- just going back to the year and the, the reasons why we didn't win. I mean, we talked before about that ridiculous suspension that Tyler had. Do you remember for uh, a sucker punch on Dan Welsh after he... I think he tried submarine hit you. Do you remember I, I, Dan Welsh said submarine hit you? No, I don't think it was me. It was you. It was 100% you. I don't you <laughs> Again, I don't remember. How do you guys oh, remember? Well, a lot of guys trying to submarine hit you. To me, it's all the little things. People yeah. try to punch me like thousands of times. Yeah. I don't remember. Oh. Yeah, like um, he, he tried to submarine hit you and on the next face-off... Tyler Michelle gave him the shove. It was obvious they were going to go. Grabs a hold of him, start fighting. Oh, yeah. Welsh even swings back, and they end up banning five games uh-huh. for a sucker punch, which was, uh, I'll say it now, it was corrupt. It was other. There was uh, two mm. other teams out there that thought they could, you mm. know, beat us in the league. That colluded we, on. We, that we did cover this in the other episode. Friday. Who who was GM of Belfast at that time? He never went on to do anything special. <laughs> <after> that, <laughs> <anyway>. <laughs> um, but I mean that that always sticks in my head. And then I is that why they called Devils Crop now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe it's karma working on Arsenal. Yeah, that yeah. doesn't change spots. <laughs> <laughs> but then the other thing I remember from that year is when we were on that world record run, which is still a world record. Yeah. You know. For, for regular season um, for wins mm-hmm. um, was that we felt invincible, didn't we? Uh, as a team that, you know, we'd gone five, six, seven, 10, 15, 20, what well, it was mm. end up being 21 games yeah. in a row um, streak. And I remember we just walked into buildings knowing we were going to win and we were just like un- unbeatable. Yeah. And then that one game up in mm. Dundee, Jayla Tulip scores and the penalty mm. shot to, to end yeah. the the run, and then all of a sudden, and this was coinciding with the Tyler Michelle ban. Yeah. And all of a sudden, we were vulnerable, weren't we? And then we lost a few, I think, in that, and, and ended up losing, you know. Was that the season as one of the, the best open ice, ice hits ever? Was that the, who did you hear? Was it Talbot or Laguna? Talbot. Talbot. Oh, man. Man, that was a hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember that one. Folded like an accordion. Yeah. yeah, I remember that one. But you know the sad part about all these, these hits and goals? In fact, some, you know, I forgot, um, a couple of fans that sent me after I retired all these uh, highlight tapes yeah. and all that. The problem is, is we're not playing in the NHL. We're not. Most of these things are not recorded. And no. now that I'm at the end of my career, yeah, that I would like to put it yeah. on and have a compilation of yeah. all ads and goals or the best ones yeah. and show my kids maybe who never seen me play. My kids are like yeah. not even four yet. I don't really have that. No. So that's the sad part. Glenn's so, got it. Although Glenn we remember that Glenn, Glenn <laughs> is probably the most uh, yeah. instrumental guy who sent me the yeah. compilation, a couple of compilations. I don't know how he does. He's had the days probably <laughs> putting them together, but thanks to him, I mean, yeah. I have some sort of a memory or you know recording of some of these things. But yeah, that's unfortunate. But that's you don't realize those no. until you're done, and. I would tell you know the young players keep the scrapbook because you would <laughs> sit there as an old man you would enjoy. Well, that's it. funny because the game I really remember about you is the one we we mentioned a, a, a little earlier before that world record year as the ghost comes into the room. <laughs> um, that Belfast playoff final, I don't know you when when we went two 0 down, it just seemed like you put the team on your back and and you got the two goals to make it. it was, yeah, you missed a penalty shot, but you know we'll, we'll pass off for that. I but, did, I did blew it for us in the end. <laughs> and the same fashion. It was. The more fight, because I remember we were in every bloody final or semi-final. Yeah, yeah. it was incredible. Could not yeah. win. And the longer that goes on, I'm not gonna lie. You go to penalty shot, you're thinking, "Here you go, here you go again." <laughs> um, and a couple of times, I just said, "Nope, that's, we're actually gonna win this one. We're yeah. actually gonna." And again, it didn't happen. So it is really frustrating. I'm not gonna lie. Did it feel like a curse? Uh, no, I do, I don't believe in all. Sort of, to be honest, yeah. I don't believe in all this curse of you know the ghost that just walked in the room. <laughs> um, but uh, it's just I don't think it worked to our advantage, especially being in the big. We were a notorious team 
being good on the small ice. Yeah. yeah. And playing not didn't exactly suit yeah. us, to be honest. But yeah, I, I think I said um, before that if it was a reverse, that if the playoff finals was in the BBT, oh, we, we'd have probably won eight. Eight at least. Of them. I wouldn't say eight, all of them, but <laughs> it would have been a goddamn good chance to win yeah, majority yeah. of them because yeah. we we were good on that yeah. home ice. But yeah. again, it is what it is. Players are still in Nottingham every year. Yeah, things don't change. So there, there you go. It wasn't just uh, success in scoring goals, and the big blue tent did lead itself to a lot of physicality and a lot of incidents. Uh, two that stick in my mind. Firstly, <laughs> is your uh, <laughs> your efforts during the fight between Voth and Adam Knight behind the bench, where uh, it seemed yeah. you uh, got a little bit excited while everyone sort of rushed into that altercation. You were playing lacrosse, basically. And, uh, <laughs> uh, what about like, a spear thing? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, just to be honest, <laughs> when you play hockey, and that's the thing about the emotions, when yeah. you even... I'm just thinking about hooligans on the street, you know. <laughs> it's, it's about the people who's trying to loot. <laughs> you know, oh my God, they're going to break it into the shops. You know. When the things kick off, yeah. you know, the natural adrenaline. Yeah. If you've been in the middle of that, the natural adrenaline kicks in. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you watch back and you think, oh, what the fuck was I thinking? <laughs> what are you doing, right? Yeah. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, everybody in the same boat. Um Eventful things happen, as I yeah. always say to the young kids. Guys, we're in entertainment business. Yeah. <laughs> you know, end of the day, you have to entertain the fans, and that's what you know. People loved the Big Blue Ten for what it was: um, physical. You know, we had successful teams there, mm-hmm. um, so you had to bring that element. And we, I honestly felt when we were playing there that every night that we would play there, we had a good chance to win. Yeah, we on any given night, and we were gonna, you know. Intimidate teams. Mm. We had all the tools in the world to do so. Use it. You know. One thing I remember about that whole game, and obviously we work with Howard, or you used to work with Howard, you know, best cameraman in the league, even better yes. person, absolute legend. Oh, yes. Shannon was so annoyed because he thought the DVD of that game was going to be the biggest selling DVD ever. But Howard, thinking for the team, he didn't want anyone to get bans. So he just panned away on the camera and was yeah, focusing on block. So, so everyone bought this DVD. <laughs> nobody, saw, nobody saw, you know, both fighting behind with, with Knight and Max throwing his stick around. It was just, you know, a guy eating a hot dog up in block 13. Ultimately, you want to win. Yeah. That's what hockey and the sport's about. You want to win. There's, in hockey, there's physicality and, and, and fighting angle to mm-hmm. it. So we we built teams, G built teams, to have all of the angles. Yeah. And we had that. So we weren't going to back down for anyone. No. Nope. And that's how it worked. And sometimes not even one of your coaches would back down from, <laughs> from certain invitations. It was a certain Coventry game. Franny, yeah. where uh, maybe you got yeah. Max into a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Well, Max has already got himself in trouble. <laughs> you were out of the game already. So if you remember, we played, we played Coventry back to back. Yeah. In the first game, you were chasing down like an icing, and two D men are going with you, and one of them trips you up, and you go, you hammer yourself on the boards. Eventually, I think that's what caused the neck surgery you had. Uh, the think, next surgery was it wasn't from a particular play. No, it, it, but you. What had, led to all these things in the commentary? Yeah. It was uh, what's the Olsen? I think. Was yeah, it was it was Olsen. Yeah. It was an altercation with Olsen so, earlier so, in the game. So, so what what happened in the game before? We played them on the Saturday. We played them Saturday Sunday. The game before there was Chalmers and there was a D man. I can't remember the other guy chasing you down. And one of them tries to like poke check you. It takes your legs out. You hammer into the boards. You're like kind of. Half out for Trying to sell that I'm hurt, yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> oh, I, I bought it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was there. Yeah. And then after the game, I said to Chalmers, and I, I did say on the, the episode we talked about it, it was pretty classless because he'd come to shake my hand on the bench after the game. And uh, I knowing that we were playing them the next night, I remember I was, that. I, remember. I was trying to intimidate him, and I kind of grabbed, I pulled him in, and I said, Listen, you're not going to finish the game the next night. He's like, What are you talking about? I said, After what you did to Beerbrayer, you're not finishing the game tomorrow night, so just get your head up, kid. So then we played them the next night, and it was a war zone. And I remember Egner was being particularly on your case, and he was like, you know, being pretty dirty towards you. And then on one face-off, he comes at you hard, and then you cross-checked him in the face. Yeah, yeah so that was so that was that was altercation with Olsen. It was yeah. an Egner 
who actually oh, the original it? It was application Olsen. was. Okay, it was okay, Olsen. Olsen. Okay, yeah. I, we won the draw. I picked the puck. Next thing you know, it was a cross check. Yeah. Or tried to cross check me in the face or yeah. something. And not to be honest, I don't lose it that much no. very often. But it was proper red light mm -hmm. in the you know yeah. red mist comes on in his eyes and i chase him down and i try to cross check him in the face <laughs> and try to fight him which not a good idea yeah. he's a massive guy who's just completely yeah. just big heavyweight and shouldn't even do us anyway nothing really happens from but as a result egna then yeah identified me as a target for yeah. pretty much the rest of the season yeah for the rest of the game <laughs> so i ended up being chucked out of the game and being in the hall and then mm -hmm. Deed setting and the handshake. Well, no, it, it was me on the handshake. So, <laughs> so, so what happened was, first of all, um, Jerome Judas starts beaking at G, and G kind of grabs him. So the handshakes is starting to get a bit edgy. Olsen comes out of the lineup, comes straight to the bench. So I'm on. No, it's Olsen. 100% Egna. I, I remember that very clearly. No, no, That's I, one thing I do yeah. remember. No, I, no, that no, no, Egna, no, no. No, I, I yeah. bowled me from... Yeah. Yeah. I was standing by the... This is how, do you want to go is, now? Or? This is how it started, though. I'll tell you now. It was Olsen. So Olsen comes to the bench, and he says... And you're in the dressing room by now, so you're, you're getting, like, unchanged. So Olsen comes to the bench, and he says to me, hey, don't you ever threaten one of my teammates again. So... He thinks I'm going to apologize to him. So I turn around and I say, you know what? How about go F yourself? <laughs> so he's kind of like huh. a bit shocked. And then I went to grab a stick from the bench. And as soon as he saw me grabbing a stick, he backs out and then Deeds jumps him. So then Deeds fights Olsen on the ice. And it was going on for a while. And it was yeah. going all around the ice. And other people are grabbing... And then there's people coming past the bench. And that's why I come out of the room. Yeah. Like, what's going on? What's, what's going on? And then there's a commotion. <laughs> so anyway, after like multiple people coming past the bench having to go at me, and I've tried to grab Sam Smith, I've tried to grab Bolesky. Yeah. I've tried, it's all going on. I think G has then gone, Franny, you get out of here because it's not going to calm down until yeah. you go. So he sends me to the dressing room. So reluctantly, I walk off. Slash, I'm scared of G. So, <laughs> so, so, I, so I walk off. And as I walk towards the dressing room, Max has come out in his half gear yeah. to see what all the noise is about. And as I'm about to go in the dressing room, he starts walking towards the bench because Egna comes flying like from nowhere, he like, like threatening. He was eyeballing you. So Max has turned around, so I turn around, and then the both of us ended up taking, taking a run at Egna, didn't we? And then there was a big melee on the bench with yeah. Egna then, and like whoever else wanted to join it. Made the front page of the Echo, I love it. <laughs> Unfortunately, I had to set out 11 games as a result. So wow. I sat wasn't, six. It wasn't great. I forgot they were that I forgot they were, yeah. Well, I, yeah, I always remember from that, we ended up with, I, the number sticks in my mind, 21 game ban. So it was yeah, 11 for Max. Yeah. There was six for me. I can't remember. Deeds would have had the rest, probably. For yeah. Four. Probably, yeah. And Coventry had zero. Yeah. yeah. Not, not one, for, anything yeah. for Olsen. No. Olsen, to me, Olsen started it because he came out the lineup and he came to the bench. Yeah. And I'm stood there in my suit. Yeah. You know, so to me, there's your instigation on the brawl. Or, or Judas and the handshake yeah. if you want. I mean, but, you two can, you know, deny or, or <laughs> accept this, but for me, Egna threw the few first punch at you guys. Yeah. When he when he approached that bench. Oh well. Yeah. But he never. It all washes out in the wash. <laughs> <laughs> now. And then he tried to attack me three times yeah. when I was getting interviewed on Sky by Simsy. Yeah. <laughs> he did. They had to stop the interview three times when he was trying to jump. I was like, uh, Simsy, just a heads up here. I think uh, Egna's still pretty angry. And sure enough, he comes running at me and the cameramen, the sound men, and stuff are getting in the way. And then. They calm it down and then... Are, we, are we allowed to say this now? It's been 10 years, but you know the best punch of the night was when Olsen went off and Spectator hit him. <laughs> <laughs> that was another I don't know game. if we should have named oh, was that, that another game? <laughs> that was another game, Bang. but I believe it got broken up by Taz, which was again another first in the league to have a fight broken up by a mascot. Yeah, I was a bit Bush League back then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you know, you think blue, Big Blue Tent, that's the sort of things yeah. that, uh, that we think of. Um, we're, we're running yeah. quite late, and uh, I'm very conscious that everyone's got homes to go to. I'm already in mine. <laughs> so. I can't believe I just gave you 50% of my free time. You've <laughs> 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 had two beers, you've talked about hockey. Yeah. <laughs> any, any closing comments from yourself? Why Cardiff? Why did, why did you stay here for so long? You had you know, the, the talent to, to, to go wherever mm -hmm. you pleased, really, at a time where you chose... To make Cardiff your home professionally and now personally as well. What what is it about this city and what is it about the Devils that just made you stay for as long as you did? 
I gotta be completely honest. I knew zero about Cardiff coming in. <laughs> Clearly, I didn't know it was that <laughs> in the rink. Uh, so in terms of being educated and having a pick, it did not play any part. Mm-hmm. Um, that was just, to be honest, I could have rolled the dice, pretty went anywhere in Europe and say that's what I... But luckily, I consider it a luck that I've landed here because how it all developed. Yeah. Uh, it became my home. I got married with two kids. I have a house in Penarth and... Looks like gonna be my home for a long time, um, and it's no coincidence. I don't know, and it's all the reviews that people always get that come to play here. Mm-hmm. Great people, you know, Welsh people, amazing um, fan base, self-explanatory, just class people. You know, the organization was class. You know, again, just like that perfect line, it's a perfect storm mm-hmm. to to be involved in playing hockey. Um, what can you ask for? You know. Um, people looking after you outside hockey, all the help you need. Great hockey community, and yeah. not only you know the league, but especially in Cardiff. Um, I did go try to pursue other you know career elsewhere that one year because mm-hmm. still the competitors in me yeah. wanted to you know be at the top levels possible. I've done that for a year, and then again I was getting old now with, with my age, so it always all felt like when I come back. I just basically said, I'm, I want to go home mm-hmm. at that point. I only played here for two years and I considered it to be home. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I had no problem playing another five years after coming back the second spell. And I'm still here. If, if I could, I still would have played for them till this day. But, you know, whatever, however it works out. But I'm grateful for the original opportunity with through Patterson mm-hmm. and, and what an opportunity it was. So, you know, enjoyed my, you know, most of my career I spent in Cardiff, and uh, I'm glad that I did. Well, we're very glad that you did we as well. Um, we um, come back. I think we still got more to delve into. Just we don't got yeah. another. I thought we were just got going. <laughs> yeah, I know. Unfortunately, yeah. we, I we've all a... got wives who. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, the grown-up life kicked. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I used, just like I said, I used to sleep very long time. <laughs> I slept twelve hours a day, just like my four-year-old. But. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's more stories that, you know, Franny yeah. will remember in the middle of the night. There's plenty <laughs> of stories as long as Franny authorized and the yeah. wife authorized. <laughs> I think just to say, it. it's different for Franny because he coached you and he was in the locker room. For, for guys and myself as fans watching you, uh, and I know we've, you know, we've, we've been a bit sarcastic and so forth tonight. It, it really was a, you know, like a privilege to, to watch you play. So oh, from, from, from a fan's point of view, you know, thank you for everything you did no, for the Devils. I appreciate it. I'm grateful for the opportunity originally, like I said, through uh, Patterson. And then it just kind of rolled off. As, you know, it was, it was easy. Yeah, and, it was fun. Uh, I mean, for, for me, the impressive thing about your time in Cardiff was the whole time you played on our first line, barring those first couple of games when you were just fresh into the country off the back of an injury, as soon as you got established on our first line, every single year... We were basically recruiting two players to play with you on the first line, yeah. and that line, you know, it's no coincidence. And I said this on our line of the decade: uh, it's no coincidence that a lot of guys had career years when they played alongside you. You know, and I'm thinking about Mark Smith mm-hmm. that first time, Silverthorne, who came in on our third yeah. line, jumps up in the first line with you, has a career year. De Chatelet, mm-hmm. who was all but dead and buried, wasn't he? And then you know he ends up having the the resurrection yeah. and ends up on that first line, and yeah. you know scoring a ton of points and you know, it uh, for those guys to have such good years, um, you know, it takes to, to be playing alongside special players. John Pelly, Scott yeah. Matzker as well. You know, Pelly, 55 goals. Mm-hmm. And Max was a big part of that as well. So it was. Um, it, was, it was enjoyable playing with Max. It was enjoyable, you know, being behind the bench and watching Max when he was out there because, you know, he did stuff that, that guys couldn't do and, you know, was the complete package in terms of goals, assists, big hits. Absolutely. And, yeah couple of uh, altercations off the ice too. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, boys. No, no, thank you. So no, thank, thank you for you. taking the time out of your evening to come and join us. It's been, and I say, like I say, we'll do it again because there's more, there's definitely a lot more. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we got more in the time. <laughs> oh, we got more in the time. <laughs> so thank you very much, Max. Um, I've been uh, Gareth Hewish. You can uh, pick up uh, these podcasts wherever you usually pick up your podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, all the usual places. And we're on Twitter at BTB Franny for any of your suggestions or comments. 
Um, so, as always, thank you very much, John Donovan. Uh, thank you, guys. Thank you, Franny, for the beers. I've got to go home and <laughs> row with my wife because I'm <laughs> half an hour late than I said I was. And thank you very much, Mr. Neil Francis. I have enjoyed having our first guest. Yeah. Thanks, Max, for being Good. the first guest on the show. Thank um, you, guys. We'll have Here's many more guests, yeah. and Max, you'll be back as well. Please. Okay, <laughs> all right, no worries. <laughs> I've been Gareth Hewish, and thank you for listening. As always, here's a bit of brass bonanza for your day. <laughs>